0: and welcome back to the CCO Buzz. On this episode, we are joined by Jessica Thayer, Senior Vice President and Practice Leader of Starkweather Financial Institutions Risk Solutions with Starkweather & Shepley. Jessica, we're so happy to have you here with us today. To start things off, why don't you tell us a little bit about Starkweather & Shepley? Yeah, thank you for having me. Starkweather & Shepley is a a firm based out of East
1: Providence, Rhode Island. We are a 140-year-old firm. And we have many different divisions within Starkweather and Shepley, but the division I fall under, as you introduced me as, is the Financial Institution Risk Solutions Practice Leader. So we specialize specifically in financial institutions, including investment advisors, hedge funds, mutual funds, broker-dealers, banks, and private equity firms. And then within that, we work with all the various insurance coverages
0: and risk transfer products that that particular sector would need help with. So what insurance coverage do you think advisors should consider?
1: The big ticket item, so to speak, or the one where we see claims, and when we do see the claims, they can be quite costly, is on the errors and omissions side, also known as E&O coverage. So E&O coverage covers essentially all of the professional services that advisors are providing to their customers or clients It's quite broad as to the coverage it's providing. What it doesn't cover is illegal acts or fraudulent acts, which is against civil policy to cover. And then in addition to E&O coverage, there's what we call directors and officers liability. That can be a bolt-on to the errors and omissions coverage. It can be all under one policy form. And that covers anyone in a management position, so director, officer, trustees. And that covers you for any acts that occur while managing the firm. So failure to supervise or anything along those lines would all be covered under what we call the directors and officers liability. There are a host of different coverages. I'm just going to talk about the top ones that we see and where we see most of the claims come in. The third one is cybersecurity. That is coverage that comes into play in the event of a data breach or any sort of internet related risk. It covers notification costs, credit monitoring, public relation expenses, cyber extortion, as well as ransomware attacks. That coverage is constantly evolving, so you always want to make sure you have the latest and greatest coverage, but that's definitely a concern for a lot of investment advisors as well. The DNO, the ENO, and the cyber are really the big three.
0: And how do underwriters typically price ENO policies?
1: You can get a good taste of what the underwriters are using for their risk factors when you look at the application, because they're rating based on how you respond to those questions. But the application and what the underwriters really hone in on are your policies and procedures, whether you have a good compliance program, the type of investments that you're working with, the type of clients you're working with, and then obviously your loss history. If you have had claims. And that can elevate the premium or the deductible levels that an underwriter is willing to offer. But it's really a number of different factors with your size and your loss history really being two of the biggest factors.
0: What are some common errors and emissions claims that you see?
1: Errors and emissions claims really can run the gamut. But our most common are allegations of breach of fiduciary duty, suitability claims. So claims where a client is alleging that the advisor failed to comply with an investment management agreement or investment policy statement. Another big area is investigations by the SEC, and that can trigger either the DNO or the ENO section of the policy. You want to make sure you have the broadest definition of claim because the definition of claim really indicates when the policy is going to be triggered and you want it triggered as early on as possible in the investigative process. Many insurers are willing to provide what we call informal investigations coverage, and that would trigger the policy and the policy will come into play and reimburse you for costs earlier on in the SEC investigation. So that's what we suggest. And then trade error coverage, that is typically an endorsement or coverage that you want to make sure is either within your form or endorsed to your form. And that would allow you to be able to rectify errors before you actually have a claim against you for damages. So let's just say you made an incorrect trade or you traded outside the guidelines for a particular client. If you picked up on that before the client actually sues you, you could rectify what the loss of that error was. can be covered by insurance. So, those are the most common ones that we see under a DNO, ENO policy.
0: You mentioned cybersecurity. Cybersecurity has been a big focus for regulators recently. Cyber breaches have been prevalent in the media. How does cyber insurance work?
1: Cyber insurance is the coverage that has really evolved. It started with only providing coverage for the actual liability. So, if you were to not properly protect personally identifiable information and your customer clients were damaged and they sued you for those damages that's typically how cyber policies were initially designed now they're more holistic so they're covering a multitude of different items starting with a security and privacy liability as I just explained but also going a step forward and covering breach events costs which would include legal expenses, public relation expenses, IT forensic expenses, and breach notification costs. It would also cover any system failure. If your systems were shut down for a period of time and you lost revenue because of that, it would cover that, as well as cyber extortion, which is actually where we're seeing a lot of claims where your systems are integrated with ransomware and they will not get your systems back up and running until you pay a certain amount and cyber policies allow coverage for that now. It covers you from beginning to end in terms of the beginning of a claim when you maybe aren't sure if data was breached. You can tell potentially that your system was infiltrated, but you're not quite sure to what degree. It allows you to have access to experts to make sure that they walk you through the process and get additional experts involved, whether that be forensics or lawyers, to figure out what the downfall was to make sure additional hackers can't get into the system and then help you through the process in terms of notification and making sure to mitigate any potential liability. So start to finish, the cyber policy really is quite holistic in terms of how it guides you through the process and provides you the resources to be able to go from start to finish of a breach. So the important aspects of insurance really come into play in the event of a claim you want to make sure your coverage is as broad as possible and that your limit and deductibles are adequate given your risk exposure and size. So you want to make sure that you're hiring the correct expert to help you and guide you through that risk transfer process, starting at trying to figure out what your risks are and then how to design the program to make sure it encompasses all the risks that you have. Starkweather and Sheffley is just that. We provide hands-on service we work with you to identify the most appropriate and competitively priced coverage to address your firm's liability needs. We're available through our website at www.starship.com or you can call us at 781-320-9660. We appreciate having us on the show today, and we're happy to help in any way that we can.
0: Jessica, thank you so much for joining us here today and providing our listeners with your expertise. We hope to have you on the show again. Well, that's it for this week's episode. If you'd like additional information, please check out our website at www.corecls.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter at CoreCLS. Thank you, and we hope you tune in to next week's episode of the CCO Buzz.